The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. All right. Here we go. Another unhappy edition of Clubhouse Conversation. That's become a common theme the last couple of weeks. It's Davo. Glad you're along. And we've been looking for the positive side day after day here on Clubhouse Conversation. I've been overwhelmingly positive throughout this tough stretch. And we're still there. I'm still hanging on to the positive here. I am. Even though there wasn't much tonight. I mean, where are the silver linings tonight? Brian Flynn makes his Royals debut. I guess pitched decent. Eight up innings for four innings for the Royals to save the bullpen. The bullpen didn't get wasted. I guess good news, but you don't want to, you know, you'd rather win a game and waste your bullpen than get blown out again and not use them. The Royals scored in this game. Is that positive for the ninth inning, getting one? Other than that, you're Donna Ventura. Awful. Again, Royals offense, awful, again. And Mike Moustakis likely headed to the DL. That's where we're at right now. Let's get right to our player of the game, Brian Flynn. It's always a great sign when your long relievers are consistent players of the game the last couple of weeks. The problem is the Royals offense is so bad, I can't even like give it to somebody who's getting on base three times with extra base hits and drawing walks because, yeah, the Royals have a guy you know, a, a guy or two a night getting on base maybe twice, but they're all cheap singles. Like It's not doing anything. There's just nothing going on with the offense at all. And the starters are getting shelled in recent days, so longer levers. I mean, Dylan G's one player of the game twice this year, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Brian Flynn gets on that list. Four innings, he was okay. Two runs, three hits, two Ks, two walks. Could have been worse, got hit pretty hard. So Flynn did his job. That, he was good. I, I shouldn't be so down. I shouldn't just say he was okay. He did his job. He saved the bullpen. I'm sure he wasn't thrilled with his performance, if you asked him. Got roughed up pretty good early. But nothing like your Donovan Ventura. Who was completely awful. (sighs) Four innings, five runs, six hits, five walks, three Ks. Four innings, five runs, six hits, five walks. Last two starts combined for Ventura. Eight innings, ten runs, nine hits, 11 Walks His last eight innings, he's walked 11 and given up 10 runs and got eight combined. I mean, look, obviously, Ventura's going to have to fix uh, the mechanics that are the issue right now. And if it's not mechanics, then I'm getting a little nervous. And I'm assuming it is. I mean, people are a little bit nervous, and I don't blame them for the velocity diminishing a bit from Ventura. I don't even know if it's so much the velocity as he's quote-unquote trying to become more of a pitcher, which he was doing fairly effectively there for a few starts. And I don't know if maybe the mechanics are leading to the velocity being down a bit. Maybe he's not maxing out, but I kind of miss the old let's go throw fire. You know, let's throw fire that he'd tweet out before it starts back in 2014, even into the early portions of last year. So is it physical? I hope not. Is it mechanics? Most likely. Is it in his head? 
doubtful. I, I think he's kind of overcome those demons. I mean, if there's one good thing from Ventura, he continues to stay pretty calm throughout all this. And, you know, the going got tough tonight. He made some decent pitches to get out of innings with changeups, for example. Like, that's still a good sign that he's not. So, in a way, it's a good sign that he's not just rearing back and trying to, you know, throw fastballs by everybody because probably that wouldn't work either. But in a way, you also want that aggressiveness back. So, it's kind of like lose lose right now, right? Royals have the best pitching coach in baseball, in my opinion. I trust Dave Lamo and, and Donovan Ventura will get this worked out. But it goes without saying that, obviously, between Medlin, Young, and Ventura, two of those three have got to get right, or the Royals are not going to have a good season. Kennedy and Volquez are both number three starters, if we're look, being realistic. Maybe number two if they have really great years. Two tops, but on an average good big league team, a playoff team, those guys are number three starters. So if those are your two best guys, and they're giving you six and two-thirds, seven innings of three-run ball, that's fine. But you also can't have three other guys going five innings or less or five and a third and giving up four or five runs and wasting your bullpen. Poor Brian Flynn probably gets sent back down to Omaha, which gets us to our next thought. I don't know if that will be for Chesler Cuthbert to be up. I don't know if there will be two moves tomorrow. I'm assuming he will go down and Cuthbert will come up. Cuthbert, all but officially on his way to KC. Hunter Dozier, I've been hearing rumblings for about five days, would be coming up to Omaha. He was also pulled in his final at bat tonight in Northwest Arkansas, pinch hit four. So take that for what it's worth. Looks to me like it's all but done with Dozier to AAA, Cuthbert up to KC. Because we saw again tonight, and we've seen it, and not to pick on the guy, but we've seen it multiple occasions. And the plays are sometimes even being made, but there's double plays not being made. I'm talking about Christian Colon over at third base. There's been errors. You're not comfortable with him over there at all. The happy feet, he just is not a third baseman. And that's not a knock. He's never really played third base. He was a shortstop by trade and doesn't play even average at the major league level at shortstop. Doesn't have the arm or the range, for that matter. Slightly below average defense at shortstop in the major leagues. I would put Colon dead average at second base defensively, well below average at third. So, He's truly not a very valuable utility guy. He's really only playing... He's almost in a way kind of like Johnny Giovatella, except Giovatella could hit a little bit more, right? I mean, Giovatella only played second base. I'll give I'll give Cologne the edge there, obviously. I mean, Cologne's got more range and more skill at other positions than Giovatella. I'm not saying he doesn't, but I'm just saying in the grand scheme with Giovatella's offense being better, it's a wash or Giovatella gets the edge. So the Royals had to make the move with Mike Moustakis either going on the DL or being out for a few days with the thumb injury. He was in the lineup tonight and scratched at the last second. So you got to figure Cuthbert's coming up to play third base. You can't keep running out Christian Cologne. What will happen when Moose is ready to play again? I'm assuming Cuthbert back to Omaha, but you never know. I don't think he is quite ready to play second base at the big league level. I know some have been tweeting the Atrails clubhouse. Will Cuthbert then slide over and take over for Omar Infante? I don't think so at this time, no. I do think it's pretty safe to say Omar Infante will not be your opening day second baseman in 2017, though. Between the bat, you know, which has been okay until the last you know week or so. I mean, it, it, he's been okay for what not not okay in the grand scheme, but okay for what we were expecting, right? So I'm not saying he's been even average. He's not. He's below average second baseman offensively, even still. It's been okay for his standards only if he's making all the plays at second base, but we're seeing him struggle time and time again with backhands. And Fonte's muffed some balls. I mean, his not fielding the routine ground ball that could have been two outs there and that first inning against Washington helped open the floodgates. And we've seen several of those plays not made the last week. A double play not made. I mean, it's just that kind of stuff. If you're not going to hit not going to hit for power. You're not going to walk. You better make every single play at second base. And I'm not I'm not trying to pick on guys tonight. I'm not trying to just... Because the guys I'm talking about are not the main issues. I mean, I'm talking about Christian Colon and Omar Infante. Those guys are not the main issues. We're not talking about them if Lorenzo Cain, 
Kendris Morales and Alex Gordon are doing their job, right? Even outside of Escobar. Those guys are doing their job, what they're capable of. We can get by with Omar Infante or Christian Cologne. We're not talking about them. So, yes, we're nitpicking tonight, for sure. For sure. But you're not making any moves with those core guys I just mentioned. So, the only moves you can really make when things are bad, you either make a couple roster moves or you shake up the lineup, which I think is just about ready to happen here shortly. Although, you probably want to wait until Moose is back, depending on the severity of his injury. But I do think it's about time to shuffle Escobar out of the leadoff spot as well. It's, it's, it's time to do something. I mean, you've got to mix it up a little bit. Pretty quick here. Where do I think the Royals are now at 500? I think that they're on the edge of still in decent shape. I, I think they're still fine. However, they can put themselves in a tough situation pretty quickly. If this slump extends for another 7 to 10 days, we've got problems. The Royals cannot afford, as we approach Memorial Day, to be under 500 or even at 500. You know, By June, you've got to be a few games over 500 at least. At least, right? The goal is to win 95 games on this division. May only take 92 Looks like there's a decent parity. It'll be a close division. I don't see Chicago running and hiding. I still don't. The Royals are also in the middle of their toughest stretch of the year right now. The White Sox haven't been. They haven't even faced the Sox shit head-to-head. 19 games to go. So I'm a long long ways away from conceding that the Royals are underdogs here. I I still think they're the favorites to win the division even right now. I do think that. I still think the Royals have... If if I'm making a bet, I'm taking them still. However, like I said, this goes on 7 to 10 more days. The Royals are no longer on the right side of that line. So, we look at the offense tonight. Mr. Salazar, no surprise. He's a great pitcher. Seven and two-thirds, shutout innings, nine Ks. Again, though, only one walk. You can't strike out nine times to Salazar if you're the Royals. If you're not going to walk and you're not going to hit extra base hits, which they didn't, once again, not a single extra base hit. I need to go back and count how many games the Royals haven't had a single extra base hit this year. That's got to be the fifth time where they haven't had a single extra base hit. I can remember at least four off the top of my head talking about them right here on your dish. And I do dishes for about 70% of the games. And I'm sure one of the games I didn't do, there had to be at least a fifth time there. That's not good. You're not getting extra base hits and you're not walking. You're not going to score runs, right? And we're seeing that right now. And it's not just Salazar. You can tip your cap every now and again. But when you get shut out by Wade Miley, you know, and Strasburg with Salazar back-to-back is tough for anybody. Anybody's lucky to go one-and-one. One. But again, it's, it's just how the Royals are losing. It's, not, it's coming out not ready to play. It's not making plays against the Nationals. It's coming out not being able to hit the broad side of a barn with your pitcher. It's your third baseman who's in for the injured one not being able to field a ground ball cleanly. Looking rough over there. It's swinging at the first pitch of the game every game and popping out. It's these things you add up, and it just doesn't give you a chance to win. And that's what's frustrating right now. Alex Gordon, the only walk tonight for the Royals, got on base twice. Locaine and Christian Cologne, two hits each. I'll give Cologne, you know, Cologne a little credit there. Gordon and Kane as well. But again, no extra base hits. So let's get it going. Time to start playing, guys. I said it after the last game. The, the, the stretch where... Okay, they're getting it out of their system. Every team has this. That stretch ended after that final game against Washington. Tonight, the new season begins. You're back in the AL Central. After Cleveland, you've got some easy teams coming up in the Braves and the Yankees. Easy with quotes around them. Easy in theory. Still big league teams. And the way the Royals are playing right now, they ain't going into Yankee Stadium and and doing better than a split the way they're playing right now. Not at all. Especially when you've got Young, Ventura, and Medlin throwing there. The game's probably a good chance going to be delayed and or rained out tomorrow, which 
I don't think it's a good thing. I think the Royals need to get back out there and play. They've had a couple of days off and gotten spanked after those days off in the last week and a half, ten or two weeks, and it's to the point now where you don't want to sit around and think about this one, do you? You know, unless it's a day-to-day thing with Moose, truly, and he is going to be back in a few days. Maybe it's not the worst thing to get him a full day and have, you know play doubleheader later when he's healthy. But because I don't see them playing two on Sunday, so. If they do play tomorrow, it's Ian Kennedy, Cody Anderson. Once again, favorable matchup for the Royals. But how many times have I said that the last two weeks? Two out of three nights, at least. Kennedy, 3-2 and two at 2-6-1, was dynamite until his last couple of starts. Was still pretty good his last start. Only allowed one run against Seattle, but only went five-plus innings. The Royals that day hit Taiwan Walker hard, who, by the way, I think might be injured. I saw the box score tonight. He only went a couple of innings and was pulled up to like 40 pitches. So I don't know what's going on with him. His, his breaking ball had absolutely no depth and was just spinning up there against the Royals. His fastball velocity seemed down, so I don't know if he's hurt. I hope not. He's had those problems in the past. What an what a upside talent he is. So that would be a tough loss for Seattle, who got spanked tonight by Houston. Anyway, back on track. Ian Kennedy takes the rubber. I like him to pitch well, but... Does it matter? I mean, when I say pitch well, again, a number three starter is going to, when I say pitch well, is seven innings, two or three runs. Six and a third, three runs. That, that's what I expect from Kennedy. Can the Royals score four or five runs and win a game like that right now? You'd like to think so. I, I mean, I keep thinking that the, the, the bust out is coming, but the quality of the bats just aren't there. The Royals are striking out an alarming amount. They're not walking, and they're not driving the baseball. Corey Anderson comes up from AAA Columbus. Here are his numbers this year. 20 innings before he went down. Was just down there for a a minute. But 20 innings, 17 runs, 34 hits, and 4 walks. So a whip of nearly 2 for Cody Anderson with that 7.65 ERA. I will say Eric Hosmer, Omar Infante both have taken him yard one time each, and each of them have seen him three times throughout their career. Edinson Volquez wraps it up on Sunday against Josh Tomlin. Maybe it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Now that I think about this more, if they rained it out tomorrow, then you could push everybody back in New York. Would that be good? Let me think for a second. You'd have, so I'd assume you go Kennedy on Sunday, then Monday you would push Volquez back, which would be a good thing. Well, maybe that wouldn't be a good thing, because then you still got Young, Medlin, and Ventura back to back to back. It doesn't matter, I guess. <sighs> I'm staying. I'm doing my best here. I am staying positive. You got to give me credit. My concern level is a three right now on a one to ten scale. I am one of the more positive people, but it is starting to grade on me just a little bit. I am starting to get a little bit nervous. I'm, I'm not going to deny that. And it's not the offense so much that's worrying me. I think I think the Royals will start scoring runs, and if not, I think they've got some intriguing guys down there on the farm in a pinch that could be used, or they've got enough. B minus spare parts where they could go get a decent veteran bat in late June, early July if they had to. And I'm just going to throw out a random name. I'm not saying this guy, but somebody like a Mark Reynolds. I'm not saying the Royals are even going to target him, but I, I, they don't need that position. I'm just that type of guy. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like a veteran who's at the end of a contract who has some value maybe in a platoon, a good veteran clubhouse guy, you know, kind of like a Johnny Gomes type guy. I, I, that you know, but a little bit better though than that. I don't, I don't, I don't think that'll be that expensive for the Royals if they need to get that. So, but the thing that worries me is the pitching a little bit. The bullpen, I think, will be fine, but it's just that. I mean, the Royals have to have Yudon Ventura become a number three, number four starter this year. If he doesn't, I mean, they do have Mike Miner coming back, but I mean. <laughs> Let's just hope it doesn't come to that. you, you got to figure either Young or Medlin is not going to be effective this year. 
That's just the way it's trending right now, and history would tell you both guys getting older. One has a couple Tommy Johns. History would tell you that one or the other probably won't have a great year, right? One of them probably will. So if one of those guys doesn't work out, you've got Mike Miner for that slot. But then what happens if your Donovan Ventura doesn't work out? I mean, you got Dylan G, but then your bullpen's getting shorter and not, you know, the Royals may need G out there, depending on what happens with Soria in the long haul. Hochaver's got the tender elbow. You know, we have other injury possibilities. So, and that's the same with every team. You know, I'm not, that's, I'm not really, I mean, just about every team in the league would be saying the same thing. So I'm just saying that the pitching at this point, even though they aren't scoring runs, does concern me a bit more than the offense. Sunday ends in Volquez, Josh Tomlin, a pair of right-handers. Both have a 3-1-3 ERA. That's neat. Volquez, seven and two-thirds against Washington. The tough luck loser on Monday. Just the two first inning runs with seven Ks. Tomlin against Detroit, six innings, two runs, five Ks. A couple guys of note, Lorenzo Cain, 308 and 13 at-bats against Tomlin. And Salvi, how about Salvador Perez, 643 and 14 at-bats. Lead him off on Sunday, right? How funny would that be if Salvador Perez led off, by the way? <laughs> Just for the hell of it. They had to like auction something off for charity sometime, right? If we could, you and I and you know everyone listening could could bond the most ridiculous lineup together. Maybe not ridiculous because it would work. You know, we'd go with more on-base guys. You know, work, when I say it would work, I mean, as far as in theory it would work. We'd probably, you know, load the top up with guys like Moose and Gordon and, well, yeah, can't. I don't know. I mean, in a normal year, we guys like that when they're hitting. But how much? How funny would it be to put Salvador Perez in the leadoff spot, right? I don't know why that, I find that funny. Anyway, let's get this thing published. It's almost eleven o'clock on Friday. Nobody wants to hear me talk anymore after this one. Let's hope for better news and let's hope for baseball tomorrow. Good night from Clubhouse Conversation.